Welcome to another episode of Pro AV brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Taylor Standridge, and I'm very lucky to be joined by Trey Merritt. He represents uh, PixelFlex and Elite Multimedia, and he is here to join the show to talk about rigging. And so, Trey, how are you doing today? I'm good, and thank you for having me. No problem at all. So, Trey, kind of tell us a little bit about what you do at Elite Multimedia, kind of how you got into the AV industry. What led you into your role now? Oh, Lord. Um, when I was 12 years old, um, my parents took me and my best friend to see the Woodstock movie. And uh, that was, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll say 35, 37 years ago. And uh, there's a scene in the in the video that shows a a hippie, for lack of any other way to describe the fella, uh, right. standing on the base of a, a super trooper spotlight that's being flown up to the top of a tower uh, in preparation for Woodstock. And uh, I told my parents and my best friend, I said, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. And after they got through laughing, um, uh, here it is, what? 2018 now and i'm one of the luckiest people in the world that i'm actually doing my childhood dream isn't that great doing something that you absolutely love on a daily basis uh it no matter how bad it is i absolutely love walking into the office um uh, and, and i i've ret- I, I tried to retire and uh i went into the cell tower industry climbing and uh I did that for a few years, and then a friend of mine needed me to babysit his console while he went to the bathroom at a show. And uh, and the next morning, I walked into my office and quit and went right back straight into entertainment rigging uh, like I hadn't been gone but an hour instead of five years. Right. And that's pretty much how I came to Elite. Uh, I was talking to a friend who is the production manager and he needed some labor for about two weeks. And that was, uh, what, 16 months ago. So, um, I came and I never left. Okay. So you're relatively new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, what is your role at elite multimedia? I, I am the, I guess, rigging manager and, uh, the safety Nazi for lack of any other way to describe it. Um, I oversee all of the all of the equipment involved in hanging the show coming in, uh, its inspection, and then uh, generally I pack it and uh, prep it to go out on a show. Well, that's that's really uh, that's actually perfect because I wanted to ask you something. So I was reading up in the news. You probably saw it last month in Brazil. One of the most tragic situations I think I've ever seen. A DJ was actually killed because high winds ended up col- making the stage collapse on top of him. And he actually lost his life because of that. So, I, I mean, I can't imagine a more tragic ending to an event. So you being the rigging manager, I mean, do you see anything on that end that could have possibly saved this person's life? Oh, there's a, there was a blue million things that could have been done to avert. I mean, you, you, the, the stage may have collapsed, but um, after the events that unfolded at the Indiana State Fair, August 19th, 2011, 7.58 p.m., um, and that, that's, that's, that, that, that date and time is burned into my brain. It will never go away. We've learned that there's a blue million actions that can be taken to prevent the loss of life. Um, we have active weather monitoring. I have 
inactive weather monitoring. Um, we, uh, I, I'm a member of the ESA, which is the Event Safety Alliance, and uh, we've been in the process since 2011 putting together protocols uh, to ensure life safety, that of the client, the ticket holder, and staff, everybody involved. Uh, the one goal is that everybody go home safe. Um, they had, from, and of course, I wasn't in Brazil, so I, I can only speak on what you know, what I've read on all the official reports. Um, they they pretty much ignored everything, uh, at least everything that we we would do here in the states uh, or even Europe now. Um, even when we do a show, a, a small show, we uh, we do a thing here in Nashville uh, called Live on the Green. Um, we build two freestanding video walls and I have a, a onboard weather monitoring station on top of each tower. Uh, we also have, we monitor the NOAA site. We use a company called Weather Ops, which is dozens of meteorologists and they sit and, and actively monitor uh, weather conditions in and around uh, wherever the event is held and it works. You got to be prepared for everything in this industry and just like that, I mean, even if even if the the stage was you know nicely rigged, you know you got to prepare for the weather. I mean, that is so important. It's strong winds. I mean, like you said, they they probably you know cut a lot of corners and you know it had a very fatal you know outcome for it. So uh, as we're talking about proper rigging, can can you kind of t let our audience know some of the main facets of you know what you look for whenever you're you know hanging up stuff and doing the proper rigging process? Well, first off, we, we look at structural drawings of the building uh, that we're going into, or if it's an outdoor event, uh, you know, we, we look at the structural drawings of the actual portable stage. Uh, then from there, we take that and uh, we base that with what we can hang. Uh, you know, we, we know the weights of everything that we use. Um, and we've also, you know, there's been studies on the effects of wind uh, on uh, uh, video walls, on um, uh, roof material, um, and we take that all into account. Um, usually, we get a well. I can I, I can actively talk about the Bonnaroo site because I actually built it. Um, the roof there, uh, it's designed to hold 120,000 pounds. Um, and there is a huge safety margin in that, but um, it has a permanent roof at 85 miles. That roof is stable at up to 85 miles an hour wind. Um, at 90 miles an hour, the actual sheeting starts to peel away from the roof uh, on purpose um, because you want to let the wind go through. Um, same with the Indiana State Fair. Uh, they had a large video wall hanging, and it's nothing but a sail. And uh, anytime the winds, we, we have a guideline. When the winds approach 25 miles an hour, um, we make a call out on the radio uh, to make all the crew members aware uh, that we are in a high wind situation. Um, and everybody's on standby uh, to run the hoists or or hand uh, hand hoists uh and we we lower the video wall in we land it on the deck and secure it uh, same with audio it's brought in and it's landed on the deck because it's all a sail uh, 
if possible, the lighting is lowered as low as it will go to allow uh, safe transport. Uh, and then you clear the stage. If you've got a, if I've got towers that are 40 feet tall, uh, I want to be able to get the crowd at least 60 feet back because if something falls, stuff can go flying through the air. Um, so if there's 60 feet, you, you know that except for, you know, something just snapping and flying, there's a 99% probability that the, the ticket holders will be safe. Same, same with artist or crew. Uh, once the, the high wind alert is issued, um, you know, everybody's prepared to get off the deck. If you can't get it, if you can't get it down and safe, you get off the deck. It's no, no life is worth you know, a, a piece of equipment. Absolutely. So like, a, like when you're thinking about rigging, you know, lighting and, you know, you're kind of rigging all the sound cables and all the visual effects, all the video walls. Um, it really has a dual responsibility of providing entertainment, but also pro providing a safe atmosphere for those ticket holders to enjoy that entertainment. So if you could, if you could describe kind of the balance that you see, could you, could you maybe elaborate on that? Well, there's a lot of times, and just like you said, it's a, it's a balancing act between lighting, audio, and uh, video. Um, and so, yeah, I, there's been occasions where I've had to tell clients that I can't hang the bottom row of video tile because, it, first off, it's going to overload the roof, or secondly, um, you know, it, it retards or limits uh, the ability of the crew or the, the talent to exit the stage in case of uh, an emergency. That actually leads me, that, that actually leads me to kind of a next point is I, I was asking, like, do you ever have to sacrifice, you know, aspects of the show to, you know, ensure safety? And right there, you're just oh, yeah. saying, like, yeah, we have to, you know, we have to do it all the time, but you know, safety, be safety beats the entertainment factor all day long, because at the end of the day, you know, we want our artists or we want our performers, our ticket holders to be safe more than anything. If I can't be confident in that, then there's no point in putting on the event. None. Uh, and the, the, one of the reasons that I, I absolutely love working at Elite is uh, their philosophy is if it scares me, then it's probably not doable. Um, when I started, it, it was make the show happen no matter what. And, you know, we have now progressed to... Uh, who cares if the show happens as long as everybody goes home when gear comes in and I inspect it, if there's any question in my mind whatsoever to its safety or its integrity, um, I, I pull it, it, it's decommissioned until I can send it to either a, the manufacturer or B to a structural engineer to have it, you know, recertified. Um, if there's any question whatsoever, I, I've, I'm given full control to say no. I, I cut up, oh, I don't know, almost $2,000 worth of harnesses uh, two weeks ago that came in from the Luke Bryant tour because they had reached the end of their life expectancy. I mean, they were basically brand new, but the manufacturer says they are only good from three years from the date that you put them into service. Well, these were uh, 38 months. So at that point, I pulled out the knife, wrote a report, cut the harnesses into little bitty pieces that were unusable to anybody. And same with truss. Um, every time it comes in, I inspect it, uh, measure it with micrometers to make sure that the, if, if it's gouged or there's a dent, 
uh, that it meets the manufacturer's criteria. All of our climbers, uh, all of our techs, uh, you know, I, I work with them teaching them how to fall or rather how not to fall because, of, you know, inevitably the, the possibility is there to fall. We have PPE, personal protective equipment, to make sure everybody's safe. So part of my job is to make sure that everybody is comfortable and confident um, working within uh, OSHA guidelines for work at heights. Right. Well, that's really nice of Elite that um, they're able to have that much comfortability in, in, in you and say like, you know, like I'm not going to push you past this limit. If it's not safe, it's not safe. And that's really, that's really nice. And I'm, I'm glad that Elise, uh, Elite has standards in place when they're, whatever they're on the shop or they're on the road. I mean, that's really uh, reassuring. So with events like this in Brazil, do you see anything being done differently? Do you see this kind of being an, uh, like an awakening uh, in the safety aspect of AV or are we, you know, going to have to keep learning, you know, the hard way? Do you see an uprising of safety happening in this industry? Oh, absolutely. Uh, if you had, uh, and I'm, I, I, I'm the poster child for this. So uh, 2000, yeah, well, let's just say, uh, what, June of 2011, prior to Indiana. Um, and from working on cell towers, I'm very confident and comfortable with the 100% tile-off rule. Uh, which is, you know, you're, you're always connected to the structure somewhere. Before that time, if if you had come to an outdoor show and said something about OSHA after I got through doing the OSHA who, um, I would have just totally ignored you and done whatever I used to do, make the show happen. Um, thanks to Indiana and, you know, God love the people that, that passed away and were injured, uh, our industry has done a complete 180 degree flip um, in less than six years. Um, we now require uh, the use of hard hats when the riggers are up in the air. Uh, yeah, I, I make my guys when we're building the stage wear steel toe boots, a high vis vest or high vis clothing so that you can be seen if you're working. Uh, even to operate a forklift, even in our warehouse, uh, you have to go through a a formal training process and absolutely have a driver's license to operate that piece of equipment. And it, it's, it's, it's progressing each and every day. Every, every time we do a show, um, we learn something and try to incorporate it into the next. Well, Trey, we need more people like you. And uh, we've been talking with Trey Merritt here from elite multimedia. He's the rigging manager. And I've been so blessed to just talk to him and, and just hear what he has to say about rigging. He's very passionate about safety and, you know, for good reason. Uh, it's very important. And so, um, Trey, it's been an honor to have you on the show. Uh, Trey represents an ult uh, elite multimedia. And one thing I really love about your company is that you don't just provide equipment. You're not just a, an equipment rental uh, company per se. You provide a lot of, I mean, you, you personally inspect all the equipment before it goes out so we can know that it's safe. And also you guys provide consulting services like you guys help your client maximize the absolute uh, max that they can get out of the equipment in, in the most safe way. So if we wanted to learn more about um, Elite Multimedia and maybe your services, where would you send your, you know, the listeners right now? Um, you can obviously go to Elite Multimedia or Pixelflex.com, which is our parent company, um, and also Elite Multimedia Productions. We are on the web and, uh, you know, we outline and even show um, some of the different various shows we've done, right, ranging from a few simple lights to uh, a complete see-through basketball floor. 
for the NBA. The crazier the crazier the idea, the more fun we have with it. Absolutely, but it's always in a safe manner. Absolutely, we we, we would rather turn a client down than than to ever have to to make that phone call to tell someone that their husband, their father, wife, brother, sister has been hurt or killed um, due to negligence. Absolutely. Well, there's integrity in that. And so I, I respect that totally. And, and just knowing that a company like Pixel Flex and a company like Elite Multimedia is doing everything that they possibly can to maximize uh, not just the safety of its employees, but the safety of people around them, including the ticket holders. I mean, that's one of the most reassuring things. And I'm, I'm more comfortable going to these massive setups, knowing that people like you are in the industry constantly learning and constantly uh, looking out for our best interests. So Trey, it's been a absolute honor talking with you. I definitely want to have you on the show again, just having a conversation about rigging and uh, maybe the latest news and kind of see what's up with the industry. What do you say? Absolutely. Anytime. All right, Trey. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you've been listening to Pro AV by Market Scale. If you want to learn more, you can go to the Pro AV tab on marketscale.com. There's tons of different podcasts of different conversations of the AV industry, little AV minutes, AV uh, stories, what's going on as far as blogs are concerned. I mean, everything that you could possibly want in the AV industry, we got it right there. Marketscale.com. Trey, it's been a real honor. Thank you so much again. We're, we're going to have to have you on again, all right? Thank you, sir. I look forward to it, and uh, you have a good day and be safe. All right, you too, sir. And I just want to personally say to you, thank you so much for tuning in to Pro AV by Market Scale. We'll see you next time.